Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode eight, I think, eight or seven. I don't know. Yep. Of the microphone club. Um. We're back. Um. Uh. It's been a week since the last episode, but we're back. Um. The connection. <clears throat> we've had a lot of connection issues lately, so it's been a little bit hard to record. Uh, we've been using Google Meets usually yeah. to record our things, but today we're using Discord. So that's fun. Today. We have a few things lined up for you. It's not it's not a really jam-packed episode this week, um, but mm-hmm. there's some stuff to talk about. Um, somehow we always make the episodes 40 minutes long. I don't know how we do it, but we do. Um, anyways, um, so today on the menu, we're going to talk about the Man of the Moon album. Uh, we're going to discuss the Jack, Jack Harlow album. Um, Malka, I want to talk about a few things, and we have some questions from a Q&A, which we will get to at the end of the episode. Man of the Moon yes. by Kid Cudi. Man of the Moon number three, the third one. Um, let's get into it, Malachi. It was a very, very solid overall project, I felt. Um, obviously, Kid Cudi is a huge inspiration to a lot of artists now. Like, it's mainly Travis Scott. Yeah. Which, I mean, started a bit of an issue with uh, Sean C. Even getting him saying, you know, it sounds like... I mean, I agree, though. Like, there were yeah. definitely some songs... Like, uh, She Knows This was, like, a definitely a song, okay... Travis could have made the exact same song and would have been cool. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But um, definitely a few. I mean, I liked. I, I loved the song with Pop Smoke and. Bro, and that song was a banger. That was absolutely. Um, I think the three of them over that drill type of beat, which is great. Yeah. Um, like, you know, Kid Cudi also fit really nicely on the song too. Like it was, it was like overall, the, all three of them did their thing, and I think. The versatility of the album shows we had some songs with more rapping some songs with like uh you know a drill beat type uh sometimes just more a vibe it's not slower like you know i think overall we got we got a good mix of different types of music uh yeah. kind of on this album and it was it was overall a good project um but the song with chippy red was actually a very good song too Rockstar Nights, i enjoyed that uh, song I think, a lot i enjoyed that song yeah, a lot. Rock, yeah that was a great song too um my personal favorite might have been Heaven is between Heaven on Earth and Show Out. My two favorite songs show, I think on this album. Show Out yeah. is uh by far my favorite song on the on the yeah. on the album. I um I liked I liked The Void, I liked uh, Rockstar Nights, I liked Forty Kids, I liked Lord I Know. Um I don't remember the first half of the album for some reason. Uh I don't know why, I guess it just, you know, uh came out of the memories. But I thought it was a very solid Kid Cudi project. Um, one, one issue, um, people had was it sounds too much like Travis Scott, but I mean, I feel like their style is so similar. It's hard to be so different, um, I guess. And then a lot of, a lot of arguments I saw is that, um, oh, um, Kid Cudi just copied Travis Scott or like did his Travis Scott impression, but like Kid Cudi is also kind of like the, like the, the pioneer of this kind of like melodic rap, like, like deep, um, Mm-hmm. deep kind of deep kind of trap i guess is what um we would call it and i guess um i guess people draw the comparisons because kid cuddy doesn't drop as much and travis scott is much bigger um is a much bigger uh mascot for that kind of sound i guess so uh travis sort of reinvented that sound when he, he obviously it's a big he draws a big uh cuddy influence yep but he kind of reinvented the sound and then inspired a lot of other artists to come from that mm-hmm. similar to how i uh, like you look at Lil wayne young thug you could see the the influence there 
but Young Thug has sort of taken that sound and sort of reinvented it himself. And that's like that's like to me like a huge and it's impact like tra- like most of trap right now the trap genre is influenced primarily by Young Thug I think. Um, look at artists like Lil Uzi Vert, you know his project basic project Young Thug. Um, at least when you look at the music, um, someone like Lil Keed, uh, you know it's 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 someone like Lil Baby as well. You know, it's a, a lot. You see a heavy Young Thug influence. You can see that like, Young Thug took that Lil Wayne kind of sound. You can see that influence, but you can also like know that it's like you know, like the the artist. Like the problem, once again, with fucking Nav, okay, is um, <laughs> like he took influence from so many artists, but like he didn't really like put his own like spin on it. I guess like Lil Baby, you could say he he took inspiration from other people, but he also like kind of made his own sound. And I think yeah, with Travis Scott, you get the same thing with Kid Cudi. But honestly, back to the album, um, very solid all the way through. I didn't think there was like many like genuine skips, but there's only like like six or seven tracks. I'll feel like that'll be like in my rotation kind of thing. But overall, um, good album. Mm-hmm. I thought, um, I really enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, it's been it's been a long time since the Cuddy project, and this one felt pretty complete. Um, I liked I liked how we tried like like rapping a little bit more. Um, that was good from him. And yeah, and if you haven't listened to it, give it give it a good listen. It's like a solid like seven seven and a half out of ten album. I thought it was good. Yeah, it's just a very solid project overall. Like the production's great. It's it's just a good listen overall. Yeah. And and I think because like I said, the versatility, it's easy for anyone to enjoy this type of album. Mm-hmm. And uh, switching gears here, we um, had another album that dropped. Uh, last friday as well uh jack harlow mm-hmm. dropped that's what they all say um pretty good trap uh pretty good uh pretty okay i guess i didn't think it was that bad um it wasn't it wasn't terrible but it was all right there was um a lot of a lot of good things on that album i thought uh the little baby song very good uh all the songs you have with features i thought i thought were pretty mm-hmm. good yeah um I, honestly i thoroughly enjoyed this project i think um like i mean like i said i wasn't a huge fan of what's popping like it was just a whatever kind of track i mean it was very popular obviously uh especially on tiktok and just everywhere it was a very popular song but uh, i gave this album a spin and i think there's like four straight tracks so i was just like yep add to playlist add to playlist, mm-hmm. add to playlist. you know I think, and i think you know that's that's good when albums like that yeah um I liked my favorite track. I think was um, the song with Chris Brown was a very good, track, very good song. song with Big Sean's was very good. I think Twenty uh, One C Delta. I think that's what it was called. Uh, was that was pretty good. Kinda, yeah, it was like a Drake kind of influenced kind of song. But yeah, it was, it was very good. You could tell like it was kind of like yeah. a like like Drake Drake kind of content. But honestly, yeah. I still thought it was in, an enjoyable album. Um, uh. <laughs> I don't know. I just over like Jack Carlo. I don't think he's a terrible artist. He just kind of has that mm. that like you know white white basic rapper mantra to him, which yeah kind of has a weird effect on hip hop listeners. But I think he's a fine artist, and he's shown he's shown mm. some skill um in this um project. But overall, um I think I think he can do more, and there's definitely more to build off of on this project. I think uh, hopefully in the future. I think. To maybe keep his project sort of uh, refreshing and, and new, I think maybe just experiment with like more producers and stuff. 
Yeah, I, I think that's think. the most, that's like the best thing uh, artists can do if they want to, you know, change up what they're doing. Like, um, help, um, you know, maybe switch up their flow, switch up their content, which always isn't mm-hmm. easy. But also working with new producers that can kind of, you know, give you a new beat that you never tried before. Or what if you did this with your song, something like that could could really help switching up your uh, your song and your content. But yeah, um, yeah. Other than that, um, good project. Uh, I'd I'd give it a listen if you have the time. It's only like forty five minutes long, and there's three songs that you can skip. Tyler Hero, what's what's popping in the Monster Poppers remix? Because those came out before. Yeah, if you if you already yeah. haven't listened to them, um, but yeah, a pretty solid album. It's like a a six and a half to seven, I'd say, out of ten. Yeah, it's like Def- definitely not as good as the Kid Cudi album, but yeah. uh, yeah, give it a listen. Um, switching gears here, um, there's something you wanted to talk about, right? Some, so, an album. Oh yeah, so yeah, one of my favorite albums that, of all time, Do What That Will by Absolute. Like, it was like it's uh, anniversary, a four year anniversary earlier this week, um, the, during 2016, when obviously TDA went on like a great run, like the Schoolboy Q, Kendrick, um, I think SZA as well, the Arsenal started 2014, um, they also dropped and you know it was a great year for that for that label and uh, yeah i think if you haven't already give it a listen it's and also the, the cover art is also amazing which is something we're going to get into as well um, but yeah yeah um just um i don't know man i feel like um sometimes we we really look at like out like past albums um mm-hmm. like with a like nostalgia kind of thing because we associate with past memories that were like past good memories, I think that's why we. Mm-hmm. That's why everyone looks at like like twenty sixteen as like such a good. I mean, it was a good year of music, but um, everyone just sees twenty sixteen as like like the last like great great year everyone collectively had, because twenty twenty definitely not the best year for everyone mentally. Um, I would I would say, but I think the music content we've gotten has been superb. Um, we got so many mm-hmm. projects from so many good artists. A lot of like new new artists have, have come up that we've been able to experience. We obviously um lost a couple promising artists, uh, but um I thought twenty twenty was pretty solid. Um the next the next thing we will be discussing is the our favorite the our, I mean our favorite album covers. Uh, just just off the top of our head, um like um. I tend to go towards albums with like a, a meaning behind it or if like they're more eye catching. Like sometimes album covers mm-hmm. can be like really boring. So what are your what are your like kind of favorite um album covers? I mean there's I mean obviously to me and you like logic has he's it, it, when it comes to album covers, he's I don't think he's ever missed. No. Like all of them are phenomenal. If we're separating um, the, 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 the cover from the content, then then yeah. yeah they're all like phenomenal like the everybody album cover is is like it's crazy. crazy to me there's so much like yeah, shit to uh, find just, yeah and there's so many easter eggs like i, I don't know if we call it easter eggs but like so many like hidden details that, that he puts on it yeah and stuff um i mean obviously Kanye has some great album covers too like the, the trilogy from like um college like, dropout late registration and graduation dropout, late yeah. yeah um then you have like just i mean obviously the kid cutty album cover was great sam uh, spratt shout out sam spratt yeah he's a, he's he's a phenomenal he's yeah also the, the no pressure album cover was great too yeah uh, like 
think they, they, we don't give that enough credit because I think it, in a way it, it can add to the the album itself. Like when you give the album to like in a, the title of the album too, it, it adds it's what to, you associate like like the music yeah. like the content with, right? Uh, it's easier mm-hmm. to remember a good cover with a with a good song with a good um with a good song content. Um, yeah. I'm also I don't hate simple album covers. Um, yeah. um, like the new Pop Smoke album was really simple. It's like a black rose with a black background but i thought the simplicity w- was good for the album i i kind of mm-hmm. liked it um like j cole just sitting on the like on on the roof of his house um mm-hmm. pretty simple but um large meaning behind it uh yeah yeah i feel like i feel like um an album cover is pretty important because obviously you know like if i'm just like some dude scrolling through my instagram explore page and I see like a, a cool album cover. Maybe I'll go check out the album because the cover is cool to look at. Yeah. Um, who else has? Some, I mean, I mean, I I love the Tip of the Butterfly album cover as well. Like, yeah. Uh, like it's just like the message behind it. Mhm. And we also look at like maybe it's not really an album, but Little Baby, like the bigger picture, like the the song, like yeah. the single for that. Like it was pretty, you know, powerful meaning, and it came on the I think it was him on the bicycle. Yeah, in the, in the protest, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's like that's huge as well. Um, like there's a lot of meaning. Look for um, and there's some that are like very like again like simplistic ones are cool too. I think like sometimes it doesn't necessarily like um, need to be anything like crazy, but the simplicity adds to the music yeah. at the same time too. You don't need to do too much because like um, yeah. Igor really kind of basic cover. Um, mm-hmm. both of Frank um, Blonde and Chanel Orange are really not that like eye-catching in terms of cover but you know good albums uh Mm -hmm. uh one uh like one really good album cover i liked is is views when drake's sitting on the scene tower i think that's a very good good cover uh but yeah i mean there's so many um good like music cover it's kind of like the the cover of your book you know Mm -hmm. um like like if i'm at a library and I'm, i'm like looking through the cover I'm looking at the cover and the title, and if the title and the cover are good, maybe I want to see the content of um, that, especially if, if you're new. So, yeah, I just I just think, you know, really make your covers kind of, they don't have to be, like, so much to them, but, like, you know, mm-hmm. make them have some sort of meaning, or make them, I don't, like, simplicity can be eye-catching, too, I think. Yeah, um, it's like, some of my favorite albums. Uh, well, I think another great album cover would be Malibu by Anderson Pack. It's like a really, really cool album cover. I think it's like my wallpaper on my laptop as well. It's, it's a great. Um, it's just like visually like pleasing. And then Daniel Caesar, he has some great uh, album covers as well with uh, Fujin and uh, the what's it called, the Pilgrim Paradise. Here we go. Those are great. Um, like I think they. I don't know if they there's any correlation between them, but it seems like the kind is because like Pilgrim Paradise, it's him. I think falling. It looks like he's fun, but then on Fujin, it's like him climbing on something. I don't know if they're they're in correlation, but they, I think it's a it's it's kind of cool the way they sort of uh, go off of each other. Yeah. Um. There's, I mean, and there's like now I'm like blank face LP, which just but there's some like iconic ones where it's like, um, you have like Schoolboy Q, and then just, like, it's always him just wearing a mask. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think are like iconic album covers? iconic um hmm. like 
like iconic album. I feel like Die Lit is a pretty iconic album cover. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that, I feel like that was a good one. Uh, a ro- rodeo Travis Scott, pretty pretty iconic album cover. I thought. Um, mm-hmm. you also have like like every Michael Jackson album is like an uh an oh, iconic yeah. cover. Um, <laughs> uh, and even though he's just like sitting down or something, but you know, King of Pop, right? Um. Nothing was the same. I guess you can kind of associate iconic albums with iconic covers, but I'm trying to. I'm trying yeah. like sometimes. The, sometimes the cover can like, you know, make make um, a, make an album just just a little bit just a little bit better. Um, but yeah. Um, let us know what your favorite album covers are in the comments. Uh, tweet us. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm interested to know. Um, uh, maybe we didn't maybe we didn't cover some that were blatantly obvious. Uh, but yeah. yeah uh. Speaking of fan interaction, uh, we asked uh, for a Q and A. Uh, we got like I think like six, five or six questions. Um, yeah, we got a few. We got a few good questions. We got yeah. zero on Twitter. I just want to yeah, say all of you. Okay, y'all disrespected Malachi on Twitter Malachi. because you, eight of you liked the liked the tweet and didn't put a question, bro. Um, kind of, kind of, kind of cheese if I do say so myself. I mean, it's not cool, but. No, nah, it's it's not cool. Okay, right, let's go. So the questions Malachi has are written down. Um, so let's get yeah. right to them. Do you know who they're? Do you know who they're from? You remember who they're from? Yes, I I got some on Instagram instead. We went there. We got some questions. Uh, they I did like Instagram poll and people oh not a poll sorry like the questions box yeah. whatever and people drop some questions. So we're gonna read some. So from Domo the rapper, he asks us, where are our thoughts Domo. on Drake as a shout out shout out Domo. Domo. Uh, what are our thoughts? On Drake as generational artist and what he's done for the game. Hold on, before this, go go stream Domo's music. Give, yeah, give he, a he, shot. he's an artist, upcoming artist. He's he makes wonderful music. Y'all should go go listen to him. He's go on, check the, him out. on the he's, come up. He's next up. He's on he's on all streaming platforms, I think. So yeah, go check like, him out. Even if you're on Amazon Amazon Music, I don't know who uses that, but if you use that, no one um, uses Amazon Music anyway. Um, <laughs> Drake as as um influence on the game, um and as generation rapper. So Drake to me is a generational rapper. I think he mm-hmm. defines our generation, um especially the twenty tens to now. Yeah. Um Drake has just dominated. I feel like, um. People don't. A lot of people gravitate away from Drake because of like the whole ghostwriting thing, and like he hasn't really like. A lot of people say he doesn't like say stuff, but like if you listen like like. On like some some cuts from like nothing was the same or like take care, Drake Drake really does you know um get into it sometimes, but and um Drake's Drake's a pastor come up now um he's really rich he's just chilling doing his thing like Drake really doesn't need yeah. to drop any more music if we're being real, but um but yeah, yeah um, um I feel like his influence on the game is is really like I'm talking about with Jack Harlow um a lot of a lot of influence comes from there. And Drake is just a hit god. Everyone, everyone listens to Drake worldwide, especially in Toronto. Like, if we're talking about influence, he put Toronto on like the world map. If we're being real, a lot of people exactly. know about Canada and Toronto yeah. because of Drake. Yeah, and um, I think, like you said, Drake sort of solidified his legacy. Like, he doesn't need any. He doesn't need to do anything else at this point. He's, yeah. um, like you look at what Travis Scott's doing with the marketing. I mean, Drake. Drake has been through that that sort of phase as well, and he just at this point, I mean, he could drop like his next album. Hopefully, you know, comes out in January, and uh, uh, you know, 
we're gonna there's gonna be at least three to four hits, at least at least maybe even probably even five like the hits that are gonna we're gonna hear like a lot. Drake's also guaranteed. Drake's also guaranteed just like 500k like first week, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Drake's obviously the biggest artist in the game, uh, and, and like you said, he's he's that that that, that sound like the mix. You, you've seen a lot more mix of like rap and R and B. Yeah. Type of music now. Like, I think Drake has really because he's sort of taken influence from like rappers, but also R and B artists, which has influenced his own, and he's turned into his own style, like we were talking about before. And I think that's definitely influenced this generation of, of uh, hip-hop. Yeah. Um, music, like, artists, even the artists like Spino, I think, um, it's hard to classify what he is, really, but he's one of my favorite artists, and he's definitely, like, you, you can see, I mean, he's his vocal, like, um, his, his he's different vocally than Drake, because his voice sounds a lot different, but um, he's the definitely, like, that rap, and, and yeah. yeah, the rap and singing sort of is definitely you know drake someone that's inspired it, that i don't even think it's like necessarily like singing it's like i don't know just like kind of like the like melodic kind of like i don't even like know da- kind of like dance hall, like yeah i don't even know if you like because like, drake drake does everything right like drake drake you get your trap you mm-hmm. get your bangers you get your dance hall um you get your your, your like mm-hmm. real shit your sad shit you get you get everything from drake and <laughs> he's he's pretty good at all of it um i'm more of a fan of his like trap banger type shit like um, if you're reading this, is too late. Um, or like, uh, what a time to be alive. I like, I like those albums the most because that's just kind of the music I'm into more. But I do still dig like, nothing was the same or take care. I think he has a pretty solid catalog too. Um, from start to finish, Scorpion probably his most mad project. I think that's mainly because of how long it was. Um, if you cut, if you cut, it have, yeah, it had two sides or whatever. Yeah. So if you, you know, you could have made it sh- a lot shorter. That's... Yeah, like I feel like half the you like you could have taken a lot of the things off there, um, and it still would have been forgotten. There's still a lot of good cuts from that from that album. I won't lie, but um, overall, you know Drake Drake is Drake is the guy of this generation. Um, mm-hmm. oh, I just I just think, but yeah, um, Domo, uh, thanks thanks for the question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so our next question from uh, Tina Depic. I don't know, your last name is really, it's really hard to pronounce, but, so Shout she asked for us to name our <laughs> Spotify rapper in our next episode. We actually did that in our last episode. Listen so to our last episode called 2020 Wrapped. Uh, find yeah. it on all streaming platforms. Search on the microphone yeah, club. Um, It'll be there. Yeah, we did that in our last episode, so if you want to see what our Spotify Wrapped like, just check that out. I mean, quick but, recap, uh, um, I had Travis Scott, number one, uh, Logic, number two, uh, Don Tolliver number three, uh, four no 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 Pop Smoke was two three was Logic, four Don Tolliver and five was Quavo. So there you go. Yeah. So my top five I think was Earl Sweatshirt number two was Denzel Curry number three was um who's number three I can't oh Isaiah Rashad number four was Code of the Friend number five was Absol. So there you go. There we go. That's quick. quick recap. If you want to do a quick. Recap. If you want an in depth yeah. one, listen to our last episode. Yeah, and then our next question from uh Attic. Dot me, we uh he asked why do you think so many rappers are being targeted, especially this year with gun violence leading to death? It's because so many rappers come from the gangster lifestyle, I think. Yeah, I mean that's that's the that's a big thing. But then you look at um like someone like Six Nine, and um how he's always, I mean he's been he's he's he definitely has a target on his head. Six Nine was never really old. about that life, though. Yeah. I think too, but um I think the problem is um. 
some artists have reached a certain status where they're not they're not going to get like they're no longer in that gangster kind of lifestyle um like they're 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 kind of like above like gun violence and stuff now um you see that with like the much larger artists mm-hmm. but these these like up and coming artists that are coming out of like like the projects and are just trying to like you know make it out of the hood they're still they're still like really involved mm-hmm. in that lifestyle because they're also young like all these all these rap all these rappers dying from gun violence are like 20 21 22 23 24 years old like they're really young for the yeah. rap scene and you know um they're still really involved in that type of lifestyle because you got to understand like they're like just kind of blowing up and then you see them um get killed um that happened with King Von especially um you, we saw that happen with him earlier this year um because he's still super cuz that's like that's like his family right that's like his gang he's grown up with them that that's what he knows you know so he's obviously going to stay involved with that kind of lifestyle for like as long as he can cuz that's just you know kind of how they're like brought up to be you know your family your family is your friends stuff like that like you got to you got to stay like that and you know he wants to bring everyone up up with him but along with that um when you see someone succeeding uh some people don't like that right so that's a major problem too mm. yeah um that's like the main gist of, of that it's a very good question but um that's like the main sort of gist of it you know um a lot of it is like you, you look at someone when x but then look at some rappers that aren't even affiliated necessarily with that lifestyle or or, or at least for which how it led to their death yeah. like someone like x like if you're just in his uh in his car and then pulled up there he's i think he's gonna buy a motorcycle that day or no, no, no he, motorcycle. Left. he was, he left was he was driving or? home or something he was he was at he was at the motorcycle yeah. shop and he was driving home and then they just rolled up and shot him yeah and i mean it's and 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 at that instance in his life, you know, he was trying to make himself a better person. Yeah. And it all sort of just happened. Look at someone like Nipsey Hussle, who um, sort of got out of that situation when he, for, through music and then was put was back to sort of make the community a better place. But then yeah. that's what eventually led like to at some point, um, you're always linked to your affiliation, right? Like no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, a lot of people that are affiliated with gangs and stuff, um, that's, that's, that's kind of like the, the code. I can't really speak on this because personally, um, I have zero experience with being about that life. I just, listen, I, I just listen to yeah. music. I just yeah. listen to music. Um, but yeah, man, um, I think that's the main reason we see gun violence. Um, another thing is, um, just to add to that is people hate seeing others succeed. Um, I think is also like a main thing. Um, um, we as we as humans want one what yeah. others one what others have. Um, it just is what it is for the most part. Um, to be envious of someone else. So especially if you're in like an opposite gang, right? You just kill them because you can't attain that lifestyle. So I don't know. You you go down a world of crime, unfortunately. Yeah, and that's usually. But yeah, that's. And a, I think that that kind yeah. of sums up the. That's a good question, though. Thank you. Question. Yes. Um, so our next question uh, from Nicola Pejic seventeen. Nicola, uh, shout out, bro. Us, what is what? Yeah, the future after the coronavirus for music. We're gonna see a lot of performances and tours. I can guarantee you that. A lot. I feel like mm-hmm. in terms of like music oh. being music being made, might not be as much. Probably won't be mm-hmm. as much. But performances, tours, all that are gonna be crazy. 
your favorite artist is definitely going to be touring somewhere at all times. So get ready for that. Get your money up. Uh, go see your favorite artist perform. That's what post-COVID music looks looks like for me. Also, we've also learned so much from COVID. Um, we've all been affected mentally. Um, so I guess in terms of rap content itself, we might get a little bit uh, about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I think, I think for a, a little bit, because we're going to definitely see more tours and more concerts and stuff like that. Um, I think the, I don't want to say the quality, I think the amount of music might slow down just a little bit. Yeah. Because um, artists have, because this year, like, artists have been pushing out a lot of music this year. Like, Uzi had two projects, two, technically three, technically four, because they, they had two main and then the deluxe on both. Uh, same with Future. Future had uh, his album and then the deluxe mm-hmm. version on on his album. I don't know if his album had deluxe, but he had the deluxe on the the Plutos. Um, like a lot of main artists have pushed out have pushed out a lot of music this year, and I think like the, the that's gonna drop down for a bit because they're gonna focus more on touring and, and trying to get back their their um, money and stuff like that. I guess. Um, so we're gonna see, we're definitely gonna see a bit of a decline in amount of music put out. Um, the quality, I don't know. The quality just depends on I think, quality. Like, I, I can't. Yeah. It's hard to say. What I was going to say is um, we might not see that drop off for a while um, because everything's mm-hmm. kind of backed up, right? Um, because no one's performing. Every artist is making music, right? Every single artist because they can't perform. So for the next maybe um, year and a half or so, we'll still get good projects from artists that didn't drop this year. Because they were working mm-hmm. on it this year when they had nothing else to do. Like, for example, next year... Okay, I don't really know what's supposed to happen, but I think rumors saying... Um, I know a Travis album is confirmed, a Drake album is confirmed. Um, mm-hmm. um, J. Cole and Kendrick are rumored. And obviously, they've been, you know, mastering their craft this year, right? Because they've had nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. And that, that's their work and their job. So I feel like we can still expect really quality, good projects from our favorite artists next year as well but also uh don't be surprised if all the artists this year drop again next year because in hip-hop um it's quality i mean sorry it's quantity over quality because you'll do the same numbers and make the same money no matter what you drop yeah um but that's a like future i mean it really just depends um i mean we we, we kind of see what obviously there's gonna be definitely more tours and whatever but um it's hard to say what's really gonna happen uh but I mean, because artists have found new ways to sort of uh, be involved with the music community. We've seen artists go to Twitch and do like Twitch streams with Instagram them, Live, uh, yeah. Like yeah. So and that's gonna still, I think that's gonna still be pretty prevalent in within next next few years. I think because because we have adapted that as, as a way of media now. Um, so yeah, that's a, I think that's. Uh, again, a good question. Um, thank, thank you, Nicola. Shout out. Moving forward, yeah. So our next question from uh, Anthony underscore Panza. So he's asking us, who do we think is better between JID and Denzel Curry? I have no idea. Very, that's a very good question. I have no idea. That I actually really like that question. Take it away. <laughs> um. So this is actually a good question, and I, I like this comparison because there are two artists that I think should be like. I think we've talked about this before. Like, there's a lot of people that compare artists that have no reason, have no business being compared mm-hmm. with with each other. Like, I've yeah. seen people compare like Twenty One Savage and like fucking like 
Earl sweatshirts and shit. I was like, it doesn't make any sense. Completely different content. Or people like... would compare, it to, yeah, people would compare it to Weekend and, and Uzi, and it's like, I mean, I get maybe because they're more, they're both popular artists, but this to me again doesn't make any sense. Like the Weekend's not a rapper. Yeah, and it's <laughs> they don't make this anywhere near the same type of. If we're gonna compare music. people, like you could do like um, Kid Cudi and Travis, Frank Ocean, The Weekend, um, like like uh, Future, Future and Lil Uzi, you could compare. And I'm not just saying that because these people have collabed on albums. Like, they have kind of similar styles. You can't go, you can't like compare Earl Sweatshirt and Kid Cudi because completely different. Yeah, like, yeah. But um, so for this question now, it's a, it's a bit of a tough question because I think, um, I think I, obviously my Spotify rap, like I definitely listened to Denzel Curry more, uh, like by a lot. And I think this year we only got a project from Denzel. I think I'm I'm gonna go with Denzel only because he has a, a larger catalog as of right now, but that could change pretty soon. Because, okay, question um, like I've, though, what what makes yeah. him better? Like what specifically makes him better? Well, well, like okay, here's the thing. They they have there, there's things JID does better. Things Denzel does. I think JID is definitely more conscious and makes and has better substance. He's from the little I've heard from both of them, they both have really good flows. Yeah, okay. They both the both their flows are amazing. Yes, yeah. that's, that's one thing. Um, but JID I think is is definitely more conscious and, and has better um better substance in, in what he raps about for sure. Like yeah. they definitely uh, at least for me at least. I think Denzel has better delivery, like he puts more emphasis on his work. He it sounds like he puts a bit more like just hard emphasis on what on what he's saying like if um that makes sense um bars kind of toss up like it just depends between two of them um production like um they both work with great producers um so it's hard to say who has rapper better production i think but i'm going with denzel solely mainly because um he has more he's a more he's a wider discography I guess to listen to, um, but that could change because JID is one. It's still one. Of my, he only has two. The, the really the two albums, and um, and Denzel has like he has unlocked uh, Taboo Zoo, uh, Imperial. Um, he has an, an uh, Nostalgia sixty four. Like, like he has a large amount of people of stuff to listen to, and also thirteen. Again, like that. Like I said, that could change because after hearing some of the snippets. Um, from what JID had with uh, Jay Versace, like that to me, that sounds like great, and I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait till it drops. If it drops, it probably won't drop, but <laughs> um, I'm good with Denzel because because there's more to listen to, I, I think. But I don't know. I don't want like no disrespect to JID. I think he's an amazing artist, and it's not by a lot. But yeah, I'm I'm going with Denzel Curry for this one. Uh, what's what um what projects would you recommend for me? Like one project, actually, I guess JID only has one, but like, which one would you rather recommend to people? Uh, DiCaprio two, but then the Never Story is great too. But uh, I'd say the the DiCap uh, DiCaprio two, but then also his if you list if you have listed the uh, Revenge of the Dreamers, Revenge of the Dreamers three, yeah. Um, there's he has his contributions on like all the songs he was on are all amazing. Um, and then for Denzel, I'm gonna go with Taboo, Imperial. 
Maybe he's, I maybe saw. He's I remember. I remember. I saw JID in concert because uh, he opened for Logic. Oh, the Logic. He opened yeah, for Logic, that, so yeah. I saw him. Yeah. yeah. I think it was him and Corday, so it was a pretty cool yeah. opening. That that concert is actually what got me into Corday, personally. He's he's really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sum up your question. Malachi thinks uh he would go Denzel Curry for now, but that could change depending on what else JID yeah, drops. Yeah. <laughs> for me, uh, it also depends. Yeah. Too, for me, I got no clue. I don't listen to either enough to have an opinion, so I'm not gonna give one. All right. Uh, so our next question again, uh, from Domo the rapper. Shout out Domo. Shout out Domo. Um, listen to his music. He asks us, "Who is the best female artist out right now?" It's a good question. There's there's a there's a few really really good female artists in uh, music right now that have sort of been, uh, I guess, dominating. If you would say. Um, best female artist out right now. Yeah. Keep keeping it a hundred with y'all. Um, I don't listen to too many female artists. Um, it's more like, um, I'm listening to a song of an artist like that I that I regularly listen to. They have a feature like um uh, uh Tokyo Drift, um by Lil Yachty, has Tierra mm-hmm. Whack on it. Tierra Whack's a, I thought she's a really good lyricist. Good flow too. Um, it was like a pitter patter kind of flow. Um, I really, I really liked that. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Megan The Stallion is is not a terrible artist. Um, mm-hmm. That new body song I think is god awful. I I don't like it. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't think she's a terrible artist. Um, Cardi B I don't like. Um, uh, Nicki Minaj I guess she doesn't really count right now. But I re- I really feel like I can't think of enough. Um, Yene Yene Aiko is not a, a rapper, but you know she would be up there for me if she was. Um, but yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't really. I think for for me, yeah, for me, well, all the female artists I listen to, well, okay, I'll, I'll go with the hip hop female artists first. So, I don't, not too familiar with their full catalog, but Rhapsody from, she's been a, on a feature on like a lot of songs I've listened to, and all of them are like ten out of ten features, feature verses. I think she definitely does not get the the credit uh, she deserves as an MC. As at least at least in, in terms of female artists, um, like she's like an amazing rapper. She uh, what, what was it? It was uh, I think the song she had with uh, on Busta Rhymes' his latest album. What was called? But her verse was great. Um, she had a, a verse on I think Malibu with Anderson Pack. I can't remember what song was it. Uh, it was like the, no, what's the? I don't know if it was the Waters. No, that wasn't the Waters. I can't remember what song, but it was yeah, it was a great. It was a, her verse was great on that. Um, the verse on the law with uh, Absol and Mac Miller again, amazing. Like, she, like to me, like I, I definitely should go through her uh, personal like discography because every all of her future verses have been just phenomenal. From what I've heard, um, the like the other few artists I listen to mainly more R and B. Like I, I yeah. really like Fizza. Her music is amazing. Um, Control um, is a great project. There's so many like, good female um, R&B artists. Like it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, I mentioned before Yene Aiko. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um. There's like a, a J. There's like a J and H yeah. and an E with an accent. I'm not getting close to pronouncing that. Um. Uh. <laughs> she, she's very good. Uh. Rihanna is a god. So. Uh. Yeah. Her too. Rihanna, god too. Yeah. Uh. Beyonce. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I just, you know, 
Female R I really like female R&B artists. I haven't listened to enough female rap artists yet. Maybe I should. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. Hopefully that answers your question, Dylan. Uh, so, yeah, but there's also still a few more. I think, obviously, Ariana Grande. I know Domo, he loves Ariana Grande, and she's her album, Positions, is a phenomenal album. Uh, came out earlier this year. Um, it's a great album. Um, Ari Leno, who is affiliated with Dreamville, the Dreamville record, record label, I listened to her um, al- album that came out, I think, I think it came out, let's say, I can't remember what year it came out, but Mike might came up before the Revenge of Dreamers tape. Um, or maybe it came out this, I don't know, but uh, that was a great album. Uh, I think it was Shea, something Shea Butter, or maybe there was like a song, it says, I don't know if it was from J. Cole. On that, it's a great song. Um, uh, there's also, yeah, Avery Leno's great. Uh, Sister's obviously great, like you said. Janae Aiko is obviously great too. Um, someone that uh, she w- was, I guess, earlier within the decade was um, a Lori Joe. Uh, she had a lot of like features on Absol's projects. Unfortunately, she uh, under took her own life back in like I think. I think it was like 2011-2012. Very unfortunate, but um, you know, I think she could have flourished as one of like an amazing female sort of arm. Like she was a she bodied like like choruses and hooks. So she could have really flourished, but you know, it's unfortunate what happened. But um, yeah, I think out of few for female artists, I think that kind of we kind of you know we kind of talked about everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so shout out Dom for that for that question. But yeah, so next up we have uh, Rawad with. Uh, so he asks us the best duos in the music industry. Okay, um, let me just. Okay, uh, Travis Scott and Young Thug, um, mm-hmm. I think are very good. Um, uh, Gunna and Lil Baby, uh, I think are also a very good duo. Um, Drake and Future, um, very good duo. Um, tra- uh, I'm trying to think of other like duos. Uh, Ty- Tyler and ASAP. Uh, yeah. Pretty good. Um, I don't know. Like I wouldn't even say Future and Lil Uzi Vert are the greatest duo because that album wasn't that great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, X X and Ski Mask. They were also I very good. Yeah. Uh, whoa. There's a there's a, a a couple couple really good duos. Um, I'm not, I'm not really into like the, um, the, the side of rap Malachi's on yet. I do enjoy the music. I just don't listen to it as much. So I'm sure he has more duos from, from there. Yeah. There's some duos that, um, I think like a lot of fans be getting annoyed with like, Oh, collab tape. But like, you know, it's never going to happen. Like you tell this artist to collab with certain artists, but like. Not for a whole project. Um, so I think Earl Sweatshirt and Vince Staples, whenever they're on the same track. It's always like just an instant classic to me. Um, yeah. We go back to Doris. We had a Hive with like Vince. That was one of like if you haven't heard, like you should hear listen to it. The Hive like Vince Staples verse on that is crazy. Um, we go to I don't like go outside. Uh, uh, Vincent Vince, Vincent Earl just kind of just they just do their thing again and then um they, but that's kind of like they only have three songs. Well, they had like four songs together. And I mean, all of them are just amazing songs. And then we kind of get like a, a tease on Vince Staples' uh, FM project that came out in 2018. He puts like an interlude 
on his on his project, but it's just Earl Sweatshirt rapping for 22 seconds. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it just like we thought we were gonna get something, but nah, it was just it was just Earl rapping for 22 seconds. It was like, you know, and it was fire too, but it was like, uh, got your ass. Uh, who else? There's there's some other. I mean, obviously we talked about producers and such. Um, some other Metro Boomin, 21 Savage, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, some other duos. Uh, um, I don't. Um, they won't. I think they only have like one cut together. But Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi, I guess they're potential for a really good duo. Um, other than that, I mean, I feel like. I feel like we're missing something. Um, yeah, I feel like we're missing. Oh well, for me, Absol and Schoolboy Q is definitely an underrated duo because um, they definitely like every single song they have there is an absolute banger. But um, doesn't really get. I mean, again, they're not really mainstream like that mainstream artists. Yeah. But every song they have there, there's like an absolute hit to me. But um, I'm trying to think, of, I think we're forgetting. Uh, uh, I mean, I already said Travis Scott and Young Thug, but like. I guess Travis Scott and Don Tolliver could be another yeah. another kind of duo. Even though they have like even though they only have like three cuts together, but I know there's a bunch more in the vault. But yeah, I mean other than that, I can't really think off the top of my head of like mainstream kind of like rap duos that are like very good. I could I could think of a few that would be good, but not like ones that would like work well together right now. But yeah, I mean overall, I guess those what we mentioned before are Probably my favorite rap duo. Oh, also, Isaiah Rashad and SZA, like every time they get us on together, it's great. Yeah. But I can't think one more. Uh, what? I try to think of Kanye and someone. But Kanye's kind of like. Kanye's kind of just been with everyone, so it's like. Yeah. Kind of hard to I mean, you him. could say. Uh, Kanye and Jay Z. Like, I mean, watch Kanye and Kanye and Kid Cudi. Kid C. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. That's right. You could you could say Kanye West and Pusha T if you wanted. You could, yeah, yeah. I guess you could. Cause it was, yeah, he could say that. That's true. I don't know. A, a couple of these artists just work well with everyone. If we're being honest, um, was that the last question? Yes, that was our, our last. Okay, question. so I got I got one last final question to end mm-hmm. this whole thing off. Uh, uh, Jacob Jacob, um, Jacob B. You know who you are. Um, asked us, do we think we could take Travis Scott in the fight? <laughs> um, I don't think I could. Uh, Travis Scott is like, um, way over six feet. Not way over, like six two, six three. He's also really built. Um, and he's he's sporadic. So, I would never want to fight Travis Scott because, as Denzel Curry said, he's funky. So, I <laughs> I don't I, know. I don't think maybe I'd have a chance, but I don't think I'd ever want to fight him because I feel like he'd go ballistic or some some shit. Yeah. So I don't. It's I don't a no know for me. I don't know what type of like if he practices any like fighting or whatever. Um, I know he can, he plays ball. I saw that the one time playing like a celebrity game or something. When he banged like... a three with that weird ass shooting form. <laughs> or it's like he's like dragging his foot when he was. No, like, he like uh... he like shot it and then he went like this as he walked away. <laughs> um, I don't know what like if he's like a if he does like MMA or some shit. I mean, I don't, I don't know, probably not. But um, I don't. I definitely don't think I would take him to fight. Um. I'm more of like a friendly giant, anyways. But yeah. yeah I um. Um. Yeah. I don't really see the need to really fight anyone, but like hypothetically, if I were to fight Travis Scott, I think he'd beat me. I'm also yeah. slow, and he's he seems like he'd be pretty fast. Yeah. I don't know, um, Malcolm. I, I think you could stand a chance. I don't know. 
I don't I don't really fight like that. I mean, I, my friend was teaching me boxing earlier in the summer, but I don't know. No, no, but like I'm saying, like say like it came down to it, and you had to fight. I him. was just like, oh, I mean, I don't like know. you had like, to he, fight. Him. Because of how much he weighs, guy, I weigh like one one seventy. So he's probably at least. Malachi built like an Enderman, no cap. He's probably like he's probably like, he's at least one ninety. I don't know. I, I think say. I think you would have a better chance than I would. You take Travis. But anyway, weird question. Um, Jacob, thank you for asking that. Um, we will do questions again next week, hopefully. I kind of like this segment, honestly. It brings uh, new yeah. topics to the podcast. And I don't know. on Twitter, yeah, they actually respond respond with the least questions. If like, not, it will be on Instagram. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for the questions. It actually brings a new sort of like element to mm-hmm. the podcast. It's like we're interacting with you. Plus, it's some topics we never talked about, and we get to have some fun while yeah. doing it. Um, and also, to mention, uh, we updated our playlist uh, with a bunch of songs that came out. And old songs too. Um, I just wanted to say a shout-out to Chris Patrick. Um, uh, I think Shrek Notes Rap uh, on Twitter, he posted uh, him, and I listened to the album. It's a really good album. I don't know. He, he seems pretty young. He's probably like, I don't know how old he is. He seems like 20, maybe maybe younger. Um, it was a great album, and I think... Uh, you know, he's he's gonna he has a lot of like J. Cole influence, I think. But you could tell like he, he has a lot of substance in his rap and for someone that at a young age, like that's that's that and that's like really rare. You don't see that see that as much. I think usually the older people say the older you get, the wiser or whatever. But for someone so young to have so much substance in what he's rapping about is huge. And so I think you should y'all, y'all should go give him a listen. That's basically what I've been listening to the whole day, pretty much. But yeah, so we've updated our place with a bunch of songs. Every time um, we find a new song we like, or like we think yeah. other people would like, we just toss yeah. it in there. Um, but yeah, um, every everything you need for our podcast, um, is gonna be in the in the description below. Uh, thank you all for for tuning in to to this episode. Um, we're 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 kind of happy with how things have been have been progressing with the podcast. Yeah. I feel like we built some kind of a fan base within our friends. Um, but the next yeah. goal is to get people we have we don't know um listening to yeah. us. I think we're probably gonna maybe make a goal, maybe make an Instagram page with just specific to our podcast, something like that. I don't know, but like you know, some some stuff stuff to sort of get more like people just drawn yeah. in. One direction, but yeah, yeah. Uh, look out for that. Uh, check the links in the description. Uh, tweet at us your thoughts. Leave some stuff in the comment section. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, yeah. We will see you in the next episode of the Microphone Club. Yeah. Goodbye. Okay.